and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one fiduciary page of Talmud every day. And we are in Tractate Shkalim, which means it's raining cash money. But in today's page, Shkalim 4, Rabbi Mayer asks a question that, quite frankly, is the, if not the, then at least one of the most seminal questions of our time. Have a listen. As Rabbi Mayer said, when Moses was instructed in the halachot of the shekel contribution, the Holy One, blessed be he, took out a kind of coin of fire from under his throne of glory and showed it to Moses and said to him, This they shall give, i.e., like this in volume and weight, they shall give of metal. Since not all weights of coins are equal, and some coins might be slightly smaller than the one shown to Moses, it is therefore necessary by Torah law to add a premium. The question really being asked here is a fascinating one. It is simply this. What really is the value of money? What do we predicate the value of cash on? How do we know what something is worth at any given moment? Which, as we will soon hear from our guest, is really a pressing question in the age of the digital economy. So I have the distinct pleasure of welcoming to the show my friend and the person I turn to for all matters financial, and it tells you everything you need to know about his unique brilliance, that this hedge fund manager is in high school and still is the person that I would trust above any and all of the so-called experts and professionals out there in Wall Street because he understands this thing like no one else. Ben Samuels, welcome to the show. So good to be here. When I read Rabbi Mayer's explanation about the coin that God gave Moses, etc., it really brought to mind cryptocurrency, right? The notion that the value of money could be something that fluctuates wildly based on these unobtainable ideas that are just out there in the ether. Could you talk a little bit about where we stand right now with crypto and, and what kind of pleasure Rabbi Mayer might have derived from Bitcoin? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know how Rabbi Mayer would have felt exactly about Bitcoin because, I mean, at least if we're to believe the, the Shabbos tie between electricity and fire, like it almost is the coin that God procures from under his throne. You know, it, it is ideal. It doesn't change in weight. In some sense, it is trying to get at that ideal first coin. There's something that feels almost blasphemous about Bitcoin in that sense. I think there are some ways that Bitcoin feels feels ungodly like that. But then in other ways, I do feel like it's brought down to earth. For instance, the passage you referenced talks about transaction fees, which is something that still exists in Bitcoin. So for all the attempts at producing the ideal coin for Bitcoin, you do still have stuff like transaction fees, essentially bribes you tack on to each transaction to make sure they go through. So there's this interesting conflict in Bitcoin between the ideal world that they're trying to create divorced from everything physical, but then then the ways that the physical sort of creeps back in. This is really fascinating. Before we move on, for the benefit of those of our listeners who are not like yourself, financial geniuses, but are like myself, people who are barely holding on to these new terms and, and new terminologies, give us a very quick primer. What is Bitcoin? What is blockchain? What are, what are all these things that we hear out there in the ether? Absolutely. 25 words or less. There was a problem of creating an online currency, which is a surprisingly hard problem to crack. How do you create a currency that doesn't have bills, doesn't have actual coins? It's just ones and zeros. It's unhackable. How do you do that? It's a very intense coding problem, which was solved in sort of a series of steps and then most successfully by the mythical messiah figure of Bitcoin, 
named Satoshi Nakamoto, basically cracks the coding problem you need to create cryptocurrency, create something called the blockchain. The way the blockchain works is each transaction is voted on and approved by the network and goes into the shared history of transactions so that you have a long history of transactions and they're each connected to one another through an interesting sort of coding process. They're basically linked. It's a chain of blocks and each block containing the transactions of all of the people on the network. Now, this sounds wonderfully democratic and sort of something that, you know, the rabbis might actually sort of appreciate, right? It's, hey, look, it's all of us deciding on a value of currency together, which, by the way, since we've read enough in Tractate Kalim already to know that the rabbis insist that each of us give their own fair share and that we all give together, is it really as democratic as it sounds or are there problems? There is one problem. This is what Satoshi Nakamoto did, where you can't have an actual democracy online because the simple problem, what if I just create a million accounts and just vote over and over again for my own transactions? So <laughs> basically, inadvertently, this is what I love about cryptocurrencies is, is these are people who have just coded and done nothing else their entire lives. They basically just reinvent like strictly Athenian democracy with literal lotteries. So it is democratic in this weird way where there's a specific pool of people who have paid for competing equipment who then essentially get randomly chosen to vote. And in the end, it's, it's only one person who actually votes on whether a transaction will go through. One person picked at random. So it is democratic and it isn't. So from your Olympian heights, to borrow a Greek turn of phrase, when you look at the future of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, are you feeling hopeful? Are you feeling trepidatious? What, what should we feel? Definitely a combination. Be very careful, especially as Jews. Be very careful. I mean, something that gets thrown around, a dichotomy that gets thrown around is that the web is the Internet of Information. Blockchain is the Internet of Value, right? And, and that, that just sort of gets thrown around. And I, I love that. I love that as a contrast. Because we've seen what the internet does to information. We've seen the medium of the internet just sort of possess and corrode and just become the message of the things that are conveyed over it. So, I mean, I'm fascinated by the idea that someone could do that to value, which seems almost more secure, more eternal than information or data bits. Like the, the, the way that the structure of the internet has controlled what's said, the bits of information that are conveyed over it. I'm fascinated by the prospect that Bitcoin could do that to literal value, to the literal value of objects, and that the structure of the blockchain could just totally reshape the way that we even think and live and engage with things around us that have value the way the internet has for information. As if we weren't afraid enough. Ben Samuels, kindly continue to educate me and all of us about all things financial. And thank you so much for being our guest. Absolutely. I would encourage any listeners as well to go to rightsecurities.com for more information about my fund. W-R-I-G-H-T securities.com. I trust it with my might and my money. You will learn a lot from this smart young man. Ben, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. 
And our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Soon.